but until that time, it is still a super, super important tool for anybody. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, here we are with another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward. And today we have Adam Moody in the house. Adam is an engineer turned email marketing expert who built the back-end marketing operations of several businesses and has helped clients transform their email marketing with amazing changes like 463% increases in revenue per subscriber to abandoned cart email series. Okay, that's a loaded sentence, but it sounds really <laughs> important. <laughs> okay, when Adam is not working on email copy or sales funnel, he's out having a good time running or reading, and he's probably still thinking about copy and emails and sales funnels. Welcome to the show, Adam. Uh, thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, that is. I'm going to have to chop that sentence down. It's not only a lot to take in, but yeah, that's a mouthful. But thank you very much. Well, I stumbled through it. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I got through it. Drinking helps. Okay. All right. Adam, so yeah. let's talk. You're talking email marketing. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the thing. There's so many things coming and going all the time. And I know like keeping your list warm and having lists all very important. And every once in a while, I think we forget that. But I think, you know, with all that's going on with the platforms and so many options, I think it sounded to me like people are forgetting about email marketing and, and also it's kind of get like, clogged up. I know my email, I have one email just devoted to anyone that I would have outside my regular clients and coaching clients, all that stuff. I've got an email devoted to social media and to all these marketing type stuff. So it gets clogged really quickly. So I guess on a bad day, some of us think it's a dying art. What do you say to that? Mm, I say that uh, while I don't have it uh, in front of me, I should definitely come loaded with this. Um, I've got references in my files, but you know it's not a dying uh, art form, and it certainly isn't in terms of revenue. Uh, and I think it's important for anyone, uh, which I want to share a lot of uh, reasons why with you. But you know, it's such a big revenue driver, and I'll never tell anyone who says like, "Oh, but I have uh, Facebook Messenger and I use that, and that's a." big revenue driver for my business. I say, that's great. Don't stop doing that and doing email. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. a lot of people go into it and they say, well, I heard email isn't working or I don't read email. So I'm not going to send emails or, you know, I got mm -hmm. an email from somebody I didn't like and I unsubscribed and I couldn't take someone doing that to me. And so, yeah. I, yeah. And let me jump in for a second because I do want to say this, like, look, I understand and appreciate the fact that when you're in all those platforms, listen, you are in somebody else's property. And I was in Instagram jail for a while. I don't know what imaginary rule I violated. And of course the beauty of having no customer service and no hint to what you did wrong. So whatever, right. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a huge platform for me. So I totally appreciate that email is like, you want to have them on your real estate. Mm -hmm. I get that. And I am by no means saying that email marketing is dead. What I'm saying is 
I think because with this day and age of social media, and there's always the next, oh, the new, we should all be uh, over here now. Oh, wait, no, no, we should all be over here now. I think what happens is people forget the value of it. And then you're right. They start thinking, ah, but I'm so inundated with emails that, you know, is this going to really uh, suss out kind of deal? Definitely. And I, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. Like for me, I call it the shiny object syndrome. Yeah. And uh, again, like it's, you know, the numbers don't lie. And so I always say like, I'm just not the person to deal a lot of time in, in black and white scenarios and say that, um, you know, email is king and everything else isn't, you know, pay attention to what I say and don't do anything differently. Um, and I won't say that because it's not true, but I think that a lot of people have been led astray a little bit as time goes yeah. on and just saying, you know what, email's here to stay. And when it's not, then it won't be. But until that time, it is still a super, super important tool for anybody, whether you're a uh, real estate agent, you have a e-commerce business, you're a consultant, anything, uh, it really doesn't matter. It's a really, really important tool. And I think, you know, I know for myself, even though like I unsubscribe or my, my email gets clogged, there are definitely those that I, when I see it come through, I think, oh, I better check that even if I just scan it to see what that person's up to because they are important to me as far as learning from them, a mentor or an educator of some sort that they continuously bring value so I think, you know, we do have to remember like anything on any platform, it's bringing value is the name of the game. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I can't uh, say it a whole lot better than that. I think that there's ways, there's tips and, and insights into how to do that. Uh, but I definitely agree with you. And I think too, to remember that it's a conversation, it's ongoing and yeah. as much as possible, you want it to be two way. Uh, and that's why a lot of these, you know, telling stories or including some personal information as is appropriate in your business and industry. And then including people and stories and events in your emails uh, it really helps. And not to look at it as uh, somebody unsubscribed, that means they hate me um, or something like that, that, you know, there's a couple of things we can go into on that, but also that it's a life cycle. You know, maybe you don't talk to everyone you meet in your life for the rest of your life. People come yeah. and go uh, and emails the same way. And so, okay, let's talk about some of the things that you think, you know, keep the retention there and make us of value to our audience. So you mentioned stories. What do those stories look like? Which stories work best? Uh, definitely. I always say if you're the person, I'm just going to focus on this, by the way, if you're the person writing them. Yeah. Um, that's where I have the most experience with. Uh, I do have some people that do some writing for me, but I, for most people, they end up or they start writing themselves. And it, it's pretty rare that they get to the point where they're having a lot of people or, you know, writing different emails. So I'm not, I'm going to speak to people as if they're not copywriters. If you are, uh, you know, you're on your own level, but for the rest of us who need to communicate via email, I think that it's, uh, there's some important tips I can give with it. That's all right. Yeah. 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 So I think a lot of it is just understanding what you want to hear. Um, and not to say ignore what other people want, but, you know, do you enjoy hearing uh, or getting an email and having it be uh, something timely? Maybe it's involved with the news. Maybe it's a personal story. Like I've had uh, real estate agents give me an update on, hey, here's what's going on in this area, um, you know, local events, things like that. And then, you know, wrapping it up with something like, hey, if, you know, you have any referrals or you need any information about the home buying market, just feel free to reach out and, and get in contact with me. I'm like, that's great. I don't want to hear from them every day, but yeah. in that case, that's perfect. I think it was like once a quarter and I don't even live in that state anymore. And I never like told her to stop sending me emails. Cause I was like, Oh, this is really nice. I actually kind of like what's knowing going on there. 
So for me, that's just one example uh, of what you can do. And that's kind of let, let me jump in there because you just yeah. generated some thought for me. So one of the areas I often struggle with is like, oh, you know, I love it when you're I, I get it. I love it when I'm on social media or in the emails and people share. And I always equate it to the fact that like you're watching the Olympics or something and you flip on and there's some sport that I don't even know what the sport is or why it was invented. And then five minutes later, they give you the backstory. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I hope he wins. His dad is in the stands. And you're like, oh, suddenly I care because I got a story. So I know that. I know that. I know that. Yet when it's your story putting it out there, it's always like, well, what the heck is people going to care about this? And, and I have been, you know, struggling with this for quite some time. Just last week, um, I put up a thing on Facebook and it, I had to use my toes to dig in to do this. I'm telling you. So I made this new recipe, whatever. It was like enchilada instead of noodles. I used zucchini. Can we make this story more boring? I think not. But anyhow. I'm interested, I was like, but I'm just hungry. So maybe that's what's yeah. I thought, okay, here I go. I have crossed the line of desperate. I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm going to put it on social media. I have hit a new low because everyone keeps telling me, share, Chris, you're not sharing and blah, blah, blah. And I put it up there. God help me. I can't tell you how many people commented on this enchilada <laughs> dish. And I was like, okay, all right. And so I didn't get it. And I was, it was a real struggle for me to put it up. Like, why? Like, it's not like I'm, I'm standing there, you know, in, in my underwear. Like, it's not like a big thing. I just thought it was stupid. Who cares about what I'm having for dinner or what new recipe I tried? And yet it did get a reaction. And so I always struggle with where does the sharing begin and end? But as I listen to you talk right now, I realize, huh, we're all about, you know, when the hour, when the day, we talk about productivity and team building. And we're now launching our first info product, the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs. And I just, as you were talking, I was like, oh, story, story, what kind of story? And then I started answering my own question thinking, okay, it has to tie into what you're doing. And I realized we had an assistant that worked with us for like seven and a half years. She moved on for a variety of reasons. We hired somebody new and within one week, she was up to 80% capacity. It was flawless and we can't imagine life without her. And I realized, ah, that could have been an email story I did, which I wasn't doing anything like that. I'm just telling them what we're doing next. We're working hard. We're creating this product for you, blah, blah, blah. We're selling really. But that's the kind of thing is I could be tying stuff like that in. You could, and but you could also uh, be doing things like cooking, right? And tying it in. And, and this is where it just takes a little bit of time and you get started and you share those stories because everyone I would imagine, uh, or let me rephrase that. Most people can identify with cooking and having something to do around food preparation. And it's not that you have to, uh, you know, sell that or turn it into something, but everyone identifies with that. So let's say you start with that story just because you do want to share a little bit of your life or a little bit of that with people. And then you can change that into maybe like, hey, was there a problem with the recipe or, you know, were you rushed for time, right? And taking that and then saying, hey, you know, this happens to everybody. It happens to me, even though I'm really good with this. Here, why don't you go check out the outsourcing? Uh, well, yeah. well, if I was driving a car, I would have pulled over myself and taken a note on that one. And you know, <laughs> it's so, uh, this is why I love doing this podcast because you just jump along and you make these assumptions and you're busy doing what you do. And, and what I find to be the most amazingly profound conversations is the one that are so simplistic in nature. And then afterwards, if I had any kind of low self-esteem, I'd hit myself in the forehead and say, oh my gosh, because you know what the funny thing is? I talked about that in videos. I've said, look, here's the thing. You want to have a formula, you want to have a recipe. And I've even used the example of like, say grandma's chocolate chip cookies. 
look, what happens if you take the cookies out of the oven and you add the chocolate chips after they're baked? Okay, there's still gonna be some sugar in there. You can choke them down, no big deal. But it's not the same. And that's the same mm. when you're looking at other businesses. Yet, I didn't think of really sharing that with, here's a picture of me making recipe cookies and here's whatever, here's what I'm doing. So I had it in a teaching moment, but it was still from, uh, dare I criticize myself, but from a sales perspective, Whereas if I'd done it from a sharing thing in the email, it could have been much different. Definitely. And it's conversational and relatable. So, you know, and, and with like any communication, if you tell the same thing over and over again, um, you know, if all you did was talk about cooking and include pictures of you cooking, it'd be right. weird. But right. But every once in a while, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like Chris is a real person. You know, right. uh, I understand that. And then it helps understand what it is you're talking about as well. Uh, so a lot of times too, like we don't have to overthink it. It's not always this really intricate process. Um, you know, an email could be four or five sentences. You could share a quick story, have an introduction and, you know, say, hey, if you're interested in something, go here. Or like, hey, I've got a new blog post about it. You know, it's better than watching me cook. Go click on this, you know, something like that. It reminds me of a funny story with my husband because I, like, you think I'm bad now, and I talk about this all the time. It's this thing I have to struggle because I'm just, the problem, I think your strength is also your weakness, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're a logical, organized person and people think, oh, that's great. No, no, that has its limitations because you think and lack kind of logistics. So it, sometimes it can lack, create, you know, you can lack creativity. You can be very creative in one way, but sort of like I live by rules in a way, right? Mm -hmm. So what happened was, this is many years ago, and somebody had said to me, they were kind enough to tell me that they felt that I was very guarded and that professionally, this was back when we were less virtual. Social media wasn't quite as big. It was like eight years ago. So I'm not talking like with dinosaurs roam the earth here, people. But so what happened is somebody was kind enough to tell me, they said, well, you know what, Chris, I've known you for a while in the business community, but I don't really know you. Like I, you're, you're kind of distant and guarded. It's all about kind of work. And they said I wasn't particularly warm. Thank you for telling me. So I was like, awesome. All right. So I come home and I was kind of annoyed. And I said to my husband, like, what, what is warm? Like, what do they want from me? Like, I don't even understand what this looks like. And he said, listen, babe, you do know you can't take a course in this one, right? Like, you cannot go and say, damn them. I am going to do this. I am going to. Two nights a week, I'm going to be at school learning how to be warm. And I'm not going to be too warm or not yeah, warm enough. Yes. I'm going to be just warm. <laughs> so he was like, you do know you can't take a course in this one, right? So I think this is the problem and it comes up a lot. And some of us are more aware of it than others. But you bring some really good points to the discussion because there's no real clear roadmap. Because then other people, I mean, it's their choice, their path. But then some of us are pulled back when we look and go, I did not need to know that much about you. Like these are very dark, intimate things that I might not know about someone I've known a really long time. And then, then I see that in the email or on social media and that's their path. But then I pull back going, oh my gosh, I don't want to be that person. It's not a good fit for me. And so that I don't share anything, including, you know, can't tell you what I had for dinner. Oh my heavens. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. So you mentioned in the intro, so I used to be an engineer. I don't come from a sales background. Um, literally I helped design laser systems and like thin film coating, stuff like that in optics. And so for me, writing an email was usually like a business thing. And I would try to sound professional, right? Out of right. college, working as an engineer and, you know, sincerely. And uh, yeah, you know, yeah. may I request a quote and like talking like that. And that's fine, right? In that, in that place. But then transitioning into starting a business with my partners and trying to interact with people and realizing that, you know, 
I was doing this because one, that's just what I had done before. And then I was scared. Um, you know, I didn't want people to be offended or I didn't want people to not like it. And then as time went on, I realized people want a connection. The people who end up being the best customers are the people who really know me. Uh, and by also doing that, you're putting yourself out there a little bit, but the best part, especially for people where like, you're the business, you're the face of the business, you're going to drive away the people who wouldn't like you anyway. So great. Like, don't worry about it. That's going to happen whether you want to do it or not. They're going to find out about you, but you're going to really pull in those people who are attracted to you and want to be in either your email list or in a course, whatever that is. And, And the sooner you can see that as a really big benefit of the emails you write, then to me, that's just a huge win and something I wish I'd done years ago. Yeah. And you're so right because this lends itself to something way bigger than email. And I did that back in the beginning too, because you go to school, you paid for an education. I went to college and university, all that book learning. I threw my shoulders back, try to act professional at all times. And you're right with the sincerely and therefores and the emails. And then I would also, I would have some clients where they just, you know, I talked too fast. I overwhelmed them. I was too go, go, go. And then other people, then I would go to my people and I'd be like, and say, Chris, just get to the point. That's what we love about you. You're direct, you're fun. And so then I was going back between these two personalities and I, it took me years to figure out these are just not my people. Yep. Yes, I am high energy. I talk too quickly. But now all my clients are like that and they love that we just get stuff done so fast. None of this, well, had you considered blah, blah, like none of all that. Even you, I sent you feedback and I, I you were, I, for the listeners, you would send me a bio and I thought mm-hmm. we could tweak that a little bit because I have a marketing Oh, I'll step in. It was not good. I haven't done a lot of appearances. And Chris offered me some very good feedback, but she didn't say, hey, maybe you could do this. She just said, hey, I think you should really work on your bio. Do you, here's some feedback for you. And I was but like, oh, I did awesome. caution Thank it. You. Like I was guarded about giving that to you because yeah, I yeah. thought if I offend you, but I tried to make it sound like, look, here's what you can do, right? So that's the point is, you know, then you can help people. And you're like, yeah, this is great. Thank you so much. And it's like, oh, okay. So, you know, you, you, you limit your capabilities when you go around sort of, uh, uh, softly speaking or walking when really you just have to find your people. Yeah. 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 And I think the email is a really good point because they're already on your list. Mm-hmm. And so what's with the sincerely and therefore, so let your personality and the story come out in the email. Yeah. And I'm not going to stop the people. If that's the way you write and that's the way you talk and yeah. that's the type yeah. of person you are, then be that person, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. And like, if yeah. that's you and you're uh, whatever it is, you're, you know, it's professional. I would certainly not, or I don't know. I'd have to think about this. I've never had this happen, but I guess if I was engaging like an attorney and they yeah. were sending me pictures of like random stuff, I might be a little weirded out at the same time. I might actually be like, Oh, well, you know, this is a real person too. So not to throw anyone off, but you know, again, just use your best judgment. No. And you make a good point. Cause my accountant, what I love most about her is she doesn't act like an accountant. Yeah. Right. And she just talks and you, and you understand her and she's fun to talk to, of course, except when she calls me about my taxes, but (laughs) the rest of the time, I really like her and she doesn't act like an accountant. And so we connect. And so you're right. So in the email, show your personality, stop. And because I also think too, aside from your personality, what happens is I think when we go to write Hmm. instead of talking, like I do better on video than I do writing, it's really easy to fall back into that whole academic thing as well. So keep that in mind. Would you agree? Uh, totally. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, going through school and being taught how to write and that oh. then turns out to not be a, a great way. And like just some quick tips for anyone who's writing emails or considering writing them, uh, you know, 
stop writing paragraphs, right? You've heard the wall of text, like one yeah, or two sentences yeah. max, and maybe yeah. three every once in a while when you've really got to have an idea coherent and keep them short and punchy. Like this should be easily read by somebody yeah. in middle school. And it, yeah. that way people can really quickly scan through. Uh, you know, you want to be able to communicate the information quickly and not make people, even me, I mean, I, I've got education, I went to school, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read this really dense email. I want to be able to break it down and get through it quickly. I read a whole book, God help me, on white space and emails. Mm. A whole book. Wow. <laughs> and it was fascinating. And I was like, oh, it really changed how I write emails. But you're right. Awesome. Okay, so what are some other things that we, you know, all do wrong without even thinking? Sure. Well, uh, let me just go over the basics, if that's all right okay, with you. Sure. I was trying to go think right like... Ahead. Yeah, well, let's take some, you know, a uh, minute here and say, let's say we're kind of starting out. I just want to reiterate, if you have an email list or you're thinking about having a business and you, then you should have an email list, you should be communicating with it regularly. Um, okay. So don't beat yourself up on this. A lot of times we try to, and I'm, I speak from experience, you know, I tried to come up with the perfect plan and where do you, you know, with this business, should it be once every three and a half days? And don't worry about it. Find something uh, that works for you in general, I suggest once a week. Uh, but again, with like the realtor, I thought, oh, after I'm done dealing with my realtor, I actually, I don't want to hear from them that often. So like maybe right. once a month, once every quarter. And in general, you will probably have a good idea in your industry what's normal. Um, okay. There are some people who email every day, but that is generally not somewhere people start. That, that can yeah. be pretty tough. Yeah. So uh, do that and then uh, go from there. So uh, what I would do with this is to set a calendar event. And, and to do two things. So this kind of going into the productivity side of things. Pick a time where you know that you're gonna be able to write. Okay, there's a couple reasons. One is just general productivity. Don't tell yourself you're gonna do it. Put it on the calendar, make it a thing. Um, so, and then batch together. So let's say if you're doing a weekly email, maybe you just do a month at a time. And that way you only have to write once every month and you get all of that done at once. Well, what you can do is help yourself a little bit, put a link to maybe that Google doc or whatever you use, put yeah. that in the calendar event. And then maybe supporting documents too, like uh, I highly recommend writing out a template for yourself so that you're not yeah. staring at a, at a blank page, maybe a couple of subject line ideas. And for anyone out there who hates and understands what I'm talking about, about a blank screen, go just mm. Google something um, like topics to write emails about and you yeah. will get a ton of ideas. Maybe put a link to a few of those in there so that anytime you don't just sit down ready to write and have an idea, you can get you know, a couple ideas and customize them to your situation. Yeah, my audience is all about productivity and batching because we talk about that a lot when the hour in the day. So you are preaching to the oh, choir. And that, it seems so simple. And I talk to some people and, and Chris, yeah. you know, I'm into productivity too and time management. And that, that little, I'll call it a hack. I don't like the word hack, but anyways, putting yeah, yeah. stuff into the calendar where like I yeah. use Google Calendar and then having all your links in the event right there is such 100%. a massive time saver. Oh, it really is. I do that with my videos. So my lives and stuff. So I'll have it on my calendar. I have to do lives. And every time I think of that, you know, I've got a Google docs link. It's all there so that I can keep adding ideas that I have to there. It's, it's really super helpful. Another thing sometimes too, and this is so obvious, but often you forget it is sometimes, you know, the question, most frequently asked questions you get from people or, you know, and also sometimes I find when I'm struggling a little bit, if I talk, I'll just talk into my phone and set myself an email mm. and I'll just talk for 30 seconds. And then I tweak that and turn it into a written document because when you sit there with your fingers posed, like you said, and go, okay, here's my book learning coming back. You, you stiffen up or if you just talk, 
Because what we often do in repurposing is we'll take a video I've shot and then we just transcribe it and we tweak that and shorten it and turn it into a blog. But any kind of talking kind of gives you a relief so you're not thinking and trying to sound so academic. Yeah, and I think something, uh, a couple of writing tips for everyone. You know, uh, if, whether you're writing or speaking, just uh, get past the uh, kind of embarrassment factor or trying to be perfect. If you have yeah. to, go like in the closet where no one can hear you or see you. Yeah. Uh, and just go. And once you start, don't stop. You can come back and edit these later. I always say just do kind of a brain dump right away. Uh, yeah. And that helps with the batching too, because once you, like any task, get started, that momentum is there and you'll have yeah. more ideas. And so just get yeah. started. Uh, and then one quick one too, otter.ai is a great service for uh, free transcription. I think they allow up to six or 10 hours. Uh, and it's pretty good. It's not quite as good as manual transcription, like with Rev, uh, but okay. otter is a great, great service. Awesome. All right. So we just have a few minutes left. Okay. What's something that we need to know before we, we part ways from the wise Adam? Tell us the last <laughs> very precious things we need to know. Oh, gosh. Uh, I would just uh, reiterate out there and just say that this is something uh, just to get started on. Um, okay. I would say if you're not regularly sending emails out, yeah. uh, you're really missing out. And a lot of people actually probably want to hear from you. And that may sound a little egotistical, but um, that is the way I choose to send, uh, think about it, and people want to hear from you. So just get started. Uh, and then secondly, one of the most important emails I ever send out, and I didn't do this for years, was surveys. And either informal, asking people to reply to me or setting up something on Typeform or Google Forms and asking really simple things like, hey, if I could help teach you one thing, what would it be? Or if oh, we could okay. have a sale for one product, what would it be? And then okay. leaving it, uh, one more question on that survey or form and leaving it open-ended and just say, is there anything you'd like to tell me? And you okay. will get the most amazing responses uh, from people. And you okay. know, I have uh, put out emails though where I only get one or two responses sometimes and that's fine too. So don't have expectations, but just constantly be engaging and asking people. Uh, for feedback and I think you'd be surprised at some of the insights you'll get. And don't get caught up in the mechanics of it all. Just they can yeah. hit reply. It doesn't have to, you don't have to say, well now next month I'm going to be all logged into some survey program and look at the different packages and die, what I call a distraction for yourself. So just they can hit reply and answer your email. Exactly. And then just the last thing to follow up on that, if they do reply, reply back, say thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't leave them hanging. Let them know that there's a real person behind there because, you know, yeah. a lot of people doubt that. They think, oh, this is some automated thing. Right. Hey, hey, I appreciate you taking the time. Great feedback. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, Adam, this was time well spent with you. I'm so glad. This is, uh, you know, so, so important, but so easily overlooked in the throes of day-to-day -day work. So, Adam, where can people reach out? Where can they find you? Definitely. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch about email marketing or sales funnels and that sort of good stuff, head over to oasisoptimization.com. Uh, and if you want to find out more about productivity and me and the way I do things just with daily reviews, written and video content, uh, mostly it's around daily productivity and tools, uh, head over to productivity.academy. Awesome. Okay. We'll make sure they're in the show notes. Adam, we thank you for your time. We know being a productivity master that you are precious with it. So thank you for sharing it with us today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks. Hey listeners, how would you like to have all the help you need to effortlessly run your business? Create a real business that supports your life instead of consuming it, even if you're bootstrapping it right now. 
I am super excited to share with you guys that right now we are gearing up to launch an amazing product, the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, more results, less you. Go to comingsoonfromchris.com to learn more. That's comingsoonfromchris, K-R-I-S, dot com to learn more.